Hello and welcome to the Covert Nerd Podcast. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the time that you give me. It means a lot that you take time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Today's episode is a little different. Got to sit down with Declan and Ruth and talk about all things retro and the, and the things that their parents liked and why they like it as kids, even though it's 30 years old. It was a great time. We were at Grand Con, and so we decided to record in our hotel room. So the sound is, is okay, but the content is fantastic. We also want to mention that I will be at a mini-con in Lincoln June 1st at Rainbow Comics, and I'll include a link in the show notes. For this link and all the other links that we talk about in this episode, go to covertnerd.net and check out the Facebook link for the Minicon. It'll be a great time with me and several other creators, both podcasts and artists and the like. It'll be awesome. So check it out and attend if you can. And now let's get to the episode. All right, guys, got a different type of podcast episode today. We've got the kids of Retro Dads on today, and I'm going to be here with my daughter, Ruth. Say hi, Ruth. Hi, I'm Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> You're 18. Yeah. And then we've also got, I'll let Declan introduce himself real quick. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm Declan. <laughs> and you've got your own podcast, right? Yes, yeah, so not to be plugging myself in That's too okay. much or whatever. That's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I run my own podcast with two of my brothers uh, called Starformers. So yeah, you can find us on Podbean, just like pretty much everything else. Star Wars, Transformers, yep. yeah, Centered. Star Wars, Transformers, okay. Centered. And then you've also got, you do artwork. Oh yeah, yeah. So Plug that. Yeah, Declan James <laughs> Studios. So that's kind of the main thing that's going on with me right now. So. I'll, I'll put some links in the show notes so that you as a listener can go check out his artwork, check out the podcast, and go from there. But today we're going to talk about... All things retro. So I find it interesting that my kids like some of the older stuff from the 80s and 90s. And then we find other kids as well. In fact, I just talked to one last week that he was, I think he's 17. And he's like, you like the 80s stuff too? And I'm like, and he's like, I love the 80s stuff. The Transformers, yeah. G.I. Joe. And he just thought it was so yeah. cool. And, and so he just, him and I just talked for probably a half hour about retro stuff. And then we found out, you know, Jeff, your dad, talked to him and how you're into that as well. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to talk about what you like from the 80s, early 90s and why and just talk about it, some memories from that. So let's let Ruth go first with maybe her first pick and we can talk about that one and go from there. So what, what did you pick first, Ruth? Uh, I picked Karate Kid. Yes. The original Karate Kid. None, no, none of the remakes. No remakes, none of that. Nice. We're not dealing with that. So the Karate <laughs> Kid that was made in 1984. Yes. A lot of things, I just, it's so great. I've watched that movie so many times and yeah. I keep finding things I love about it. You just watched it yesterday. Yeah, I just wow. watched it yesterday because I'm like, I need to watch it one more time, you know? <laughs> um, have you watched it, Declan? Oh, yeah. I've seen it quite a few okay, times. Okay, so I you can know. watch it all day long. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Okay. Yes. See? Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's definitely a product of the 80s, though, which yeah. that's what makes it great. It's aged. I, I think that's why I like it so much, though. All the clothes and the, and the, <laughs> the cars, music. The yeah, music. the cars. Because yeah. it's just bathed in 80s. Yeah. If, if, so if you wanted to sum up the 80s in oh. a movie, this would probably yeah. be it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yes. It's kind of campy almost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It is now. It is now. Yeah. Back then, it was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. 
Um, so for the for the listener, maybe if there's a listener or listeners out there that haven't seen this, I maybe, hope it's only a listener. You, yeah. <laughs> if you, the listener, haven't seen the original Karate Kid in '84, I guess can you summarize it in maybe a few minutes? It's pretty much about this kid who moves to his name is Daniel Larusso. He moves to California from New Jersey, and he goes to this new school. And he thought he made new friends, but it turns out he gets bullied by these people, and they don't—they aren't actually his friends. And so he gets bullied by these people, and he finds kind of a father figure, Mr. Miyagi. He's the maintenance and, guy in yeah, the apartment. he's the maintenance <laughs> guy, and uh, he somehow he gets in a karate tournament. So <laughs> the movie's pretty much about him training for that and getting to the tournament. Yeah, because he's going to take on his bully and that yeah, was the yeah, deal. Yeah, that was that the deal. They he gets left alone until yeah. the tournament. Then yeah. we're going to settle it at the, the karate tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, you just have to watch it, see what happens at the tournament. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it's, it's definitely a story about... I like how the chemistry between Daniel and Mr. Miyagi is just... Oh, yeah. A great part of the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole because Daniel like, doesn't have a father. They never really say what happens to his dad. I don't think. No, out of all three movies, I don't think they do. No, they don't talk about. They never his say dad. he ran off or he died when he was a kid. Yeah. it's just he's just not there. Yeah. So Mr. Miyagi, that, yeah, that's fills what Mr. Miyagi, yeah, fills that position. And I think that's what makes the relationship so great because, you know, most mentors in most movies are kind of flat and don't really do anything. But with mm -hmm. Mr. Miyagi, since he takes like a father father figure role mm -hmm. it makes their relationship better and him as a mentor better. yes yeah yes and since he's from okinawa you kind of get this oriental feel Sensei. Sensei <laughs> type, yeah. type feel and oh yeah and the the uh let's see what's the name of the gang or it's the cobra uh, kai cobra kai <laughs> cobra Kai's, there we go the cobra kai's think he's uh, i guess i should say spoiler we're probably going to spoil some of yeah, this yeah it's fine if you haven't seen it but too bad it's 35 years old <laughs> yeah at the time of this recording yeah, yeah. if you haven't yeah. seen it sorry but the cobra kai's think he's just this dollar old man but yeah he actually he just beats them beats down the crap yeah. Out of them. <laughs> yeah yeah taking on these punk kids yeah and also can we talk about how many montages there yes. are in this movie now I see that's why it's an 80s <laughs> it's movie so yeah. great I counted, there's four. Four months. There's the one where he's yes. driving to California when he's on his date with Allie. When driving to California? That's like, that's like kind of a month. Oh, at the beginning. Okay, yeah, at the okay. Beginning. That's okay, yes, really. the beginning. Yes, yes, okay. Um, when he's training before the tournament, because uh, it's like after the scene with Miyagi's past and whatever. He's okay. Like training for the tournament, and yep, then the yep. tournament, there's a... Tournament self. Oh, yeah, yeah you're the best. Montage. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite oh, song. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. That one, I think the last one's the best. You're yeah. the best. You're the best. Okay. Well... Then they're at the the mini golf. Yeah, that's that's his on girlfriend. his date. Oh, okay, yeah, the date. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But funny thing about uh, you're the best around. It wasn't actually made for Karate Kid. It was actually made for Rocky Three, <laughs> which that was kind of funny. And since it, they didn't, they chose Eye of the Tiger instead. So they offered it to Flashdance. They didn't want it either. Wow. So it ended up in Karate Kid, which I thought was pretty funny. It's a little um, song that could. Yeah, exactly. Or couldn't. I, mean, yeah. I just didn't I almost. It, I think it works better in Karate Kid rather than Rocky Three. Yeah, I feel like it kind of works for both. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that the song, nobody nobody wanted it. Yeah. And finally, and then, and then ah, we'll take kid. it. We'll yeah, just take it. It's got okay. It. But it's kind of funny. I watched this movie uh, about last year sometime. 
Oh, yeah, and is that when you first saw it? Yeah, that's when I first saw it. I first saw it randomly, like, in a hotel room. I don't even know what I was doing, but I was like, oh, we should watch Karate Kid. Little did I know that that was going to be Addictive. my favorite. Yeah, that was going to be my favorite <laughs> so movie. So it's only about a year, and you've watched it probably 30 times. Yeah, I've watched it too many times. <laughs> and it's also, they that movie is so well rehearsed, and the chemistry between the characters, like I said, is great, because they... They shot that whole movie in 45 days. Really? Jeez. Holy Yeah, I know, right? Wow. That movie's two hours long, and they shot it in 45 well, they days. They had to do I some guess, long... I guess it kind of makes sense, though, because if it's not really going across the world, it's yeah. kind of all centered in just a in town. In the U.S.? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense if you really think about it. But still, still 45, 45 days? days? Yeah. I mean, they had to do some 16-hour days um, yeah. shooting geez. the film. Yeah. Because... I guess, in some respects, they didn't have to do a lot of special effects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all done on location in California mm -hmm. yeah. in about five or six different scenes. Because you're either at Mr. Miyagi's house, the All-Valley Tournament, there's at the dojo, uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, in the restaurant, yeah. at the golf. They do two scenes at the golf, the mini golf mm -hmm. place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it, it's, yeah. But yeah. still, I mean, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I really like the cinematography in this movie as well. Just because there aren't so many cuts with shots, it's more continuous shots. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which kind of feels. Oh, a I see what you real. mean. They're not cutting. Yeah, back, they're not cutting back in and different forth. angles all the time. The scene when after Mr. Miyagi save, like, saves Daniel from the bullies and he wakes up, that scene is five minutes long. Jeez. No cuts. Ooh, I looked at I, I looked at the that. time yeah. and I was like, oh, that's five minutes. That's long. That's a good observation. Yeah, yeah I thought of that. Yeah, a five minute scene. Wow, and then you consider they did that in forty five days. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's, yeah, yeah. If and they, they needed to reshoot it, that yeah. would be a kind of pain. And then yeah. you look at movies today, and it seems they're like pretty much just too flippant with yeah. eight, eight seconds, exactly. eight seconds, yeah. and then it's like, what did that have to do with the story at all? Uh -huh. it's, yeah, but that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah okay. I really like that. That's um, a good observation. Yeah, if you watch the movie, there actually are a lot of scenes like that. That are long. Yeah, that are just long. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just keeps going. It's crazy. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's impressive then. Yeah. They did that in 45 days. Can you? Because you imagine having to reshoot that scene, which means they must have done it, did it in one or two takes. Yeah, well, I see, I've read some behind the scenes stuff, and it seems like they rehearsed a lot before they actually okay. shot. So that's probably also how they did it in 45 days, if is okay. if they rehearsed it a lot. That makes sense, so, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the music, like you said. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the music. Good. Hold on. I have a list of my favorites. Okay. okay. Some of my favorite songs from this movie is The Moment of Truth, No Shelter, Young Hearts, and Feel the Night, and obviously, You're the, the Best. best. Yes. Obviously. Nice. I think it's No Shelter that plays during the running scene when Daniel's running away from... Johnny and his gang on Halloween night. Oh, okay, yes, yes. in the shower. In yes. that, yeah, in that scene, my stomach just always drops because the it's surreal. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, like this, this is not good. The musical score is just because that's amazing. when he hops on his bike and goes down the hill. Well, the there's bike. that. It's oh. when he's like, you know, when he's climbing. Oh yeah, he's trying gates. to climb the fence and they yeah. pull him off. Yeah, yeah, he's, I'm, like, and then, yeah I'm like, oh, the, something's going down. Yeah. When did you see it, Declan? Um, Probably kid, do you remember? I mean, I've probably seen it when I was a toddler. Well, when did you first see it, I guess? Yeah, when I probably first saw it when I was like a toddler. A few months ago, it was like when my dad like first sat me, sat us down as a family and be like, all right, here's... <laughs> okay, here's guys, we got to watch this. Yeah. Yeah, here's your... And actually take it all in, not just okay. kind of a random watch. So From beginning, yeah, from beginning, from beginning to, to end, end. And actually like kind of devoting that 
afternoon to watching it. Okay. So it was, okay. yeah, it was a couple months ago. So that's cool. That's cool. Okay. It's still fresh on my mind. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm good. glad. That was a, a random pick that yeah. uh, you, yeah. you just watched it recently. Yeah. So. Another thing I like about this movie is how they talk about Miyagi's past. Oh, yes. Um, pretty much, I'll read a short summary, kind of, of his past. Uh, he was once married and was had a pregnant wife, but he entered the military and he earned a Purple Heart and a Medal of Valor. So. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, I know, Those right? Two hardest Just the Medal of Valor. But due to complications at yeah. birth, uh, both his wife and newborn son died, sadly. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting that they kind of touch on that part because he was uh, moved to uh, a camp, the Mezinar camp. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Uh, for all the Japanese Americans. Oh, he was interned. Yeah. Oh. Um, so wow. They kind of touch on that part of history, which I thought was kind of cool because Hollywood doesn't really touch on stuff yeah. like that. And I think it provides some good depth for his character. Well, that makes sense then why he was attached to Daniel because yeah. he lost his son. Yeah, yeah. I think so it, filled in the spot for both. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. So he had lost his father, Daniel. Mm -hmm. They never say why. I and mean, he had lost a son, so they have exactly. a, a connection there. Yeah. Of father son. Yeah. Kind of a, a adopted father yeah. son relationship there. And another fact I figured out is that they didn't want Miyagi's that scene in the movie, like when they talk about his past. They want. Huh. To cut that whole part out. Oh, really? Which I think would have... It would have taken away from the Yeah, it would have taken yeah. a lot away from the movie. I, I wonder who wanted to cut it and who made it stay in. They, I think curious. they wanted it to be shorter. I just, um, I wonder who fought for it, if it was the... Yeah. If it was the actors or if it was a producer. I'd be, I'd be curious to know. Not yeah. that it matters, but I think it was wise to keep that in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. When I tell my friends I really like Karate Kid, they just... What? Usually they don't know what it is. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> and they do, you know, Miyagi special power where he like claps and rubs his hands together. <laughs> yes. do it simultaneously. Yeah, I did, that, yes. I did that one time to my friend and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so see, if you're a listener, that's do that next time when somebody has a sore ankle or yeah. sore calf muscle. Just, just rub your hands clap together. together and rub your hands together. Yeah, and like, say, what? I'll take care of this. What is that? Is that like Ikenawa magic or something? Yeah, Ikenawa magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, mom, if you're listening, this is how you treat Treat all your ales. Yeah. Just rub your hands together really fast and yeah. get hot and hot compress. Yeah. yeah, they also don't know what wax on and wax, wax off. off. Yeah, but you know, I didn't know that until like last year because I was watching the movie and I was like, oh, that's what that's from. That's what that's from. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Daniels. Daniels. All right. Well, any other last memories or facts or ideas that maybe we didn't cover? I just, it's a, it's a stellar movie. I don't know. Have you watched the second and third one, Declan? Don't. Like I said, I probably have a long time ago, not recently, okay. in my memory. They're, it's, they're not that good. Yeah. No. Third one's okay. Yeah. But the first one, by far, yeah, is the best. Sure. Yeah. And then you have the dichotomy there, too, with Johnny being the rich kid and his girlfriend's the rich yeah. kid. And he's Daniel's the poor kid. Yeah. yeah. And so you the have that. dog story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think it's interesting that at the beginning of the movie, you think Johnny's the bad guy. Um, but then later you learn, obviously, it's his karate master or yes. teacher. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I sensei. think that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I forgot the guy's name. But yeah, uh, yeah. you, you kind of get, he's he's like, I don't want to be as bad as you want me yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. kind of see that at the tournament. The bullying, yeah. You, he doesn't actually want to do that to Daniel, but... He wants he, to win fair and square. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. But the sensei is like, no, yeah. You're, you, yeah. You, you, we got to make sure you win. It doesn't exactly. matter how 
But you gotta win, mm -hmm. whether it's cheating or not. You gotta win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> put him in a body bag. If you haven't seen the movie, yeah, yeah. you'll you won't understand. I was watching it with my sister, and she was like, "It's coming, it's coming." Put him in a body bag. <laughs> she like said yes. it with him. It was so funny. Yes. Oh, they were just getting excited. Yeah, at the tournament exactly. The, and the crane kick. Oh yeah, iconic crane I know. Yeah. He won, won with an illegal move. Yeah, he won with an illegal <laughs> move. The Cobra Kai series out on YouTube, mm -hmm. and they talk about that, that Johnny's, they give a whole Johnny's perspective. <laughs> uh, the whole tournament, the whole, actually, basically, they sum up the whole movie in about mm -hmm. 10 minutes from Johnny's perspective. That's, mm -hmm. that's cool. And that's he talks smart. about, he's like, yeah, you won the tournament with an illegal move. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, and you know, he stole my girlfriend, and just kind of this whole... The whole movie from his perspective. And it actually kind of... And it makes sense. You're like, wow, yeah, you're right. Some of these things <laughs> are kind of, kind of sucky for legitimate. You. Yeah. And it does... Spoilers. Cobra Kai, they talk about his dad. Johnny's dad is just a big-time bully and a jerk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so that's yeah. the reason he is the way he is. It's mm -hmm. not because he necessarily wanted to, that. It's because mm -hmm. his dad yeah. was, is a stepdad, I think. Mm -hmm. is a complete jerk. But yeah, that also kind of just points out to how pivotal fathers are... Or not pivotal. Important. Important. Yeah. Influential. There Influential. That's what it is. Influential fathers are on, especially their children. Their sons particularly is, yeah. yeah it's important. Yeah. So they actually teach their children how to be good sportsmen, how to be good men, how to function in reality, all that sort of stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, both Daniel and Johnny, well, you know, Daniel mm -hmm. didn't have a father figure other than Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Johnny did, but he was a complete jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so he had a father that was there, but it was horrible. Daniel didn't have a father. And yeah. All, and so mm -hmm. he just kind of uh, see both sides of the, the yeah. spectrum there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I love Karate Kid. You can't... It's uh, the best Yeah, around. it's the best around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's been a good montage. Yeah, yeah, all the montages. And that's, again, iconic of the 80s is the montages. Yeah. Oh, yes. we'll, we'll talk about that maybe a little later, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Probably. Cool. <laughs> well, what about you, Declan? What's... Uh, hers um, was, was Karate Kid. What's a important 80s, early 90s TV show, slash uh, movie, whatever, that, that really sticks out? Well, I... Yeah, I did a lot of kind of thinking about it recently um i actually found out that i've there's a it's mainly a lot of tv shows okay mm -hmm. um and the movies and stuff like uh i they, i've watched them recently and stuff because my like i said my dad has really been starting to put put me down like so here's kind of unveiling everything for me since i'm kind of able to understand stories a lot better now would you like me to do a tv series or yeah let's do it right. just just do your favorite so, tv series let's start with that <laughs> All right, so obviously, <laughs> you probably know by now, I'm pretty much in love with Transformers and Star Wars. Obviously, Star Wars was still movies and stuff at that time. That was, the 80s was when that was really taken off. But, I mean, Transformers has probably been the most influential okay. on me and myself. So, might as well start with the Yeah, ones. let's do the Transformers. Yeah. yeah, why do I like it? <laughs> Cars and vehicles and weapons and stuff turning into robots from another planet. There's okay. a lot to like there, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> and now, did mean, you see, so you, you you saw the TV show first. I was... Or was I it the figures I first? saw the I saw the 1986 film first. Okay, mm. there we go. Um, and then... And then, like, a couple months later is when the Michael Bay films came out. So okay. I was basically just kind of swamped with all this stuff. <laughs> just drowned <laughs> yeah. in the 80s yeah. Transformers so, nostalgia. Kind of, yeah, it was kind of so funny. So the first Michael Bay movie, was that 2007? 2007, 2007. Yeah. Okay. It was kind of funny because I was, like, 
pretty much addicted to Speed Racer at the time because I was around oh, one. Yeah. And I loved, like, I had bed sheets, I had toys. I, <laughs> I probably had a poster or something somewhere. Uh -huh. But, like, then my dad was like, all right, simmer down. Let's get you. Let's get, some, <laughs> let's get you the grown-up version. Let's get, yeah, <laughs> yes. let's get it so it turns into <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, yeah, he sent me down to watch the movie, and I was like, I... At first, I was like, hmm, and then after I like I watched it a couple times, I was like, this is pretty dope. So, and then, yeah, then the Michael Bay films came out, and since I was so young, I didn't really, uh, I look back on it now, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like at the time, I was like, trucks turned into blown up cities, yeah. I'm like, whoa, so, awesome. Um, so, and then like a lot of the humor and stuff just kind of went over my head, so it was mainly just watching it for the fighting and all that. But the 1986 film, the G1 movie, uh, that was, ba it was it was mainly story focused. So I was a little bored with that, mainly just because, and I didn't really have any liking to any characters. So like obviously okay. I kind of knew Bumblebee and I kind of knew Optimus just from seeing pictures that my dad had. But like I had no idea who Hot Rod was. I mean yeah. nobody knew what, mm -hmm. what nobody they knew were. Who Hot Rod came was out. Hardly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Japanese did, since well, they yeah. had some commercials and stuff out at that yeah. time. But, but yeah, it was mainly just kind of pushed onto me, but in a good sense, I guess. Yeah, sure. It wasn't forced, but it was... It was introduced it was to you, introduced, and yeah. you were allowed the opportunity to either grab onto it or... Say, yeah, eh, or shove it off. Not yeah. for me. Yeah, so... So then all your Speed Racer stuff... Went yeah, you're like, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> I don't need this I, anymore. Oh, Mom, can I get a new bedspread? new sheets. I first uh, saw the movie. My dad sat me down when I was like three, I think. Oh, wow. Four. It was starting you early. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like just about the time when I was actually like, I was getting into big boy school, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's around that time is when I really started getting into art. So, like I've, I've drawn, I've been drawing and stuff, but it wasn't like, I don't know. Like it was mainly just kind of cars and stuff and just kind of doodling. And obviously if it's a three or four year old, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. it's cute stuff to put up on the fridge. So, and that's mainly what I did. It was sort of that sort of stuff with transformers. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. So I, I just mainly just really started getting into it and didn't really have any art equipment. So it was just like a bunch of notebook yeah, paper and, and number two yeah. school pencils mm -hmm. and stuff. So, <laughs> Later on, I actually kept getting in trouble at, at uh, elementary school because I was drawing so many Transformers and stuff in my notes rather than actually paying attention to class. <laughs> so, well, you know. <laughs> but here I am now, so we are at a convention. So. Yeah, so I think you've done, done okay. I think, yeah. So you watched the movie, mm -hmm. and then did you get introduced to the, the original TV show then later? Later, because, okay. uh, I mean, at that time, since there, this is Michael Bay... Had it really come around to re-spark everything, there wasn't really a lot of Transformer stuff going around at that time. It was no. kind of dry in that sort of period. Like there was those, uh, there was it's called the Unicron trilogy now. Yes, it's, uh -huh. it's Transformers, uh, Armada, Armada. Mm -hmm. Energon, then Cybertron. Yes, Armada was actually pretty good. Energon was <laughs> I wanted to be eradicated from the planet, so does <laughs> other people. It was. I watched the WatchMojo.com and like that was oh, number yeah. two on it. I'm oh. like, mm, they got, like, like, that shouldn't be there. They got destroyed because of that. <laughs> I'm like, they even say stunning visuals. There's so many shots of them like hovering over the ground because 
they didn't know how to they get didn't the CG the animation. No, oh, and gosh, I'm like no. <laughs> so, so you can compare if you can take that the Energon show, which was at least 20 years later after the original. It's like yeah, the oh, original yeah. looks better than this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they did all this by hand. Yeah, the original stuff. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, at least you didn't have to worry about the weird like miscolorations of like Soundwave's got an Autobot logo and it, it, yeah, like, that oh wow, that was <laughs> I could have a 20 minute long list of all the. The screw ups uh, that they yeah. have. So you you uh, you watch the the movie and then you watch some of the old original TV yeah. show. What what is appealing, I guess, about the old eighties Gen One cartoon? Honestly, it just boils down to the characters. Okay, I would honestly say so. Bob Budiansky, he was the guy who was creating the story for the comics. Then they're like, hey, you should just might as well come up with the character bios. So that's what he did. He came up with like the names and all that. So. Um, but yeah, he came up with all their personalities, all their quirks and all that stuff. And it was funny because they were actually changed quite a bit. Like Ratchet, he was actually supposed to be a girl after Nurse Ratchet oh. from, uh, what's that old show? MASH? Yeah. Uh, it, no. no, maybe. I'm not sure. I know I, what I, you're talking about, yeah, but I can't but think of this TV yeah. show. It was an older, it was an older show. Yes. But yeah, so he was supposed oh, to be based on, that's why his name that. is Ratchet. So, okay. Uh, but they're like, no, it's only a strictly boys show. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He also kind of influenced the character design and all that. So, like, you look at, again, Ratchet and Ironhide, they're toys. Um, since it was from a bunch of different toy lines, sure. they basically put it together. But the toys, they were like mechs. So, like, there was, like, pilot seats and stuff. That they're, the, these little humans and stuff would run on. So, they basically got rid of the humans. So, it was just robots. Ratchet and Ironhide didn't have a head. <laughs> So what they did, what it did is like the front of the bayonet was like like almost like a face guard. So okay. then the arms came out of that and their legs were down beneath. But like their pilot seat was like protected by the windshield or whatever. Mm -hmm. So basically what they did is they slapped a really ugly looking sticker of like an old wrinkly man on the chair. Oh <laughs> so, gosh. Oh. So it was just like this like... I don't. Was, uh, now this so this ugly. design was for the cartoon or for the figure. It was that was the toy for the toy. So okay. Then, okay. Then yeah. they then they basically are like, we gotta change this. So yeah. then they kind of scrapped everything and then put it in you know G1 Ironhide uh, and G1 Ratchet. So I didn't know this. Yeah, there's so That's many awesome. there's so much stuff behind the scenes that I was like, holy moly. Well, that makes sense that. because as you know, with your dad being an Emotu, it kind of they kind of threw the the Master Universe. In the early days, together, it oh, yeah. sounds like with the early Gen One Transformers was similar, at least yeah. in America. I yeah. don't know because they developed. Obviously, they originated in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So I've been, I've oh, been kind of so getting cool. the Japan stuff, but <laughs> they also had to dumb down the designs and stuff. They were actually really, really complicated. Cool. Yeah, they were mm -hmm. complicated, but they looked really cool. Mm -hmm. They used it in the commercials. But then, oh. since they had to, like, really quickly throw out the cartoon, mm -hmm. they had to, like, quickly... Simplify. Yeah, simplify it. So, like, you look at how Optimus looked to where he, then they changed it to be in the cartoon. He actually looked like the toy. It, like, it looked more like it turned into a truck rather than a robot that had mm -hmm. truck parts on it. Oh, good so, point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, they kind of flipped it around. Um, but, I mean, that's how Optimus looks, though. It's pretty iconic now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, that's, with my art, that's kind of what, one of the things I wanted to make it look like that robot actually turns into this Semi. vehicle. Yeah. Or, or that so, vehicle, yeah. 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 yeah, depending on which one. So the, the original yeah. the, the original cartoon, I get back to that, the, the yeah. appeal was it was the 
I like the character. Each individual yes. character Each has individual their own character. personality. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. One's you know maybe bossy. The one another one's a little uh, you know I don't know. Yeah. Wimpy or they all had their scared. Yeah. Like Star like we we're talking about, Star Scream's always working in the background trying to find an angle. And he's actually a chicken. He doesn't really want to fight anybody, but yeah. he will he wanted to be in command. Just yeah. to try to be in command. And so you have you didn't need to probably you didn't really see that a lot, especially in the eighties oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's always some sort of plot going on with the characters, like the the state of rank with the Autobots. So like Optimus was obviously yeah. the leader, Ironhide was kind of the second in command. And there was like Jazz and Prowl were like kind of there also as well, and then it just kind of went down from there. But then like when they introduced the Dinobots, Grimlock was like, "Be Grimlock going to be leader?" Yeah, so then I he's like, like he was he like kept like almost trying to kill Optimus to mm -hmm. get that leader because he didn't see Optimus as fit. But then all the Autobots are like, "No, you can't do that." So then yeah, that was just kind of the one thing when they introduced the Dinobots that always was kind of going on. The Decepticons they just like. They kept getting more characters like the Insecticons and the Constructicons and all sorts of stuff like that. So it, you could like kind of see their army as kind of growing even though the war was kind of yeah. dwindled down. I love the so, introduction of the Dinobots. That was yeah, good. Yeah, that was good. In the like, original. Uh, Let's see, is it season two, I think? I, yeah. I think it might be season one. But then, or was it season one? Okay, yeah, maybe it was season, season two. One. They introduced Swoop and the the Stegosaurus, I think it was. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they had the Grimlock. Uh, I can't, they, they all start. With I can't S's remember all the stuff, like all the names. Remembering my siblings' names is hard enough for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, or I their understand. Birthdays. But I think there was four original Dinobots. There was three actually. Oh, the three. Yeah, okay. So there was yeah, there's the T-Rex, the kind of the Brontosaurus-looking guy, and the Stegosaurus or Triceratops. Triceratops, and it was a Brontosaurus, but like since then, yeah, it's not a Brontosaurus. It's something else. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, I can't remember it. It's a brontosaurus. The new name. So. I just call it brontosaurus because that's what it was yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, and then people were like, it's not a brontosaurus. Like, <laughs> oh, who cares? <laughs> so, you know what I'm talking about. But, but yeah, yeah, that's... I Yeah, I agree. They have a lot of variety. Uh-huh. Because you yeah. have all these different characters, the different the different uh, vehicles and, and different things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the story wasn't... It was... Even though I know it was kind of thrown together, but they still did a pretty good job they in my good. opinion. Yeah. Especially the, the art. Yeah. Considering it's all done by hand. Yeah. None of that was done on con, on a computer. No, yeah, computers I mean they're around but they yeah. weren't for animation at all. No, no. Cool. You haven't seen the Transformers movie, have you? No, but I will gladly be educated by you on it. <laughs> okay, well get to the right person. Yes. So. <laughs> so we already kind of touched on the appeal. Is there anything when we've seen the new Transformers mm -hmm. movies and and shows is there anything that Maybe a similar to that that has some of that appeal um, as far as the Transformers. Obviously, since, I mean, this is kind of just a nitpick to sort of this time and era is it's a lot of people just taking the same ideas and then revamping them. So obviously yeah. there are going to be similarities. But the one biggest one that I think fits perfectly between nostalgia and new creative ideas is the IDW comics, especially, yes. yeah. So I mean, you just yeah. had an episode. Yeah, I just on had that. Tim. Oh yeah. man, yes, yeah, it was so good. Um, so I've really been delving deep into that. So I actually just completed the Lost Light series. Oh so yes, that's actually my first comic series that I've actually fully completed. So I'm ah. kind of kind of proud about that. But um, okay, but yeah, like it hits perfect just where it's G one. Uh, nostalgia, and it's also it appeals to new people. Some new so, new storylines and some uh -huh. things they really didn't yeah. touch on. Exactly, the and they also like put homage to like quirks and stuff, and they actually like explain how it could actually work, which I was like, oh, that's awesome. 
I know but, those guys that that are doing that IDW, but they, yeah. see those guys are in their late thirties, forties, so mm-hmm. they grew up on that stuff yeah. originally, yeah. but now they're able to expound on it even more that in a way they didn't do or weren't able to do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm back in the 80s yeah they might have had that idea when they're eight watching the tv series been like why was this happening and then they finally got the opportunity got like, down, yep. this could be why they did it yeah so yeah. that's that's like one of the things that like just always drives me like oh i would be so happy if i eventually got to work for idw might not be the the future transformer comic producer but if i whatever it was at that point I would oh gladly it, I'll do a cover for you. <laughs> like if, if somebody's yeah. listening that works for IDW, yeah. I would gladly do a cover for free. <laughs> for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't even put my name in there. Just let me just let me yeah. say I for did you. it. Yeah. Okay, here's a good question. Favorite Autobot hmm. of oh, all time. Of all time. Uh, my Autobot. My kind of yeah, my kind of cop out is it depends on the continuity. So <laughs> uh, if you want to okay. wrap it all together, I would say it comes down between Generation One Prowl and Generation One Skyfire slash Jetfire. I, oh, okay, it has yeah. to, I'm just I always flip flop flip flop between those two. Why so, that one? Um, I just their characters and their design. So okay. they got the best of both. Worlds. Jetfire is the big jet. I he's, yeah, he's yeah. the guy who who was a Decepticon. Yeah. And then he turned out of yeah. yeah, he's kind of like their carrier. Well, Prowl, he was the... It's interesting because he was... I can't remember his exact rank, but he was actually really high up. But he really never had any parts in the story or anything like that. He was just kind of always there in the background and just kind of helping out. Which I kind of like is like those background characters who have pivotal roles but don't necessarily get a lot of screen time. So, but yeah, I mean, he turns into a uh, Fair Lady Z police car. Oh, yeah. I find it kind of funny because... Uh, since it's Japanese toys, it has the Japanese police car sort of get up. <sighs> so good that's point. Why, well, that's why it looks nothing like you compared to American police cars uh-huh. at yeah. that time. It looks nothing it's a like car that. that definitely would not be a police car at the time. So okay. I actually just like really realized that. I was like, huh, that's funny. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What about Decepticon? Decepticon? Favorite Decepticon of all time? I would say, at least currently, it's Blitzwing. Uh, sometimes it'll be six shot, but it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's always someone who has more than two modes. So, yeah. yeah. So Blitzwing, he was the guy who turned it, he was tan and purple. He was the, uh, big bulky guy who turned into a tank and a, uh, jet. Okay. So, I remember um, that. Okay. And six shot, he was actually only in one episode in the American TV show. He was a oh. guy, you might remember him. He was in the fourth season, which only had like Three episodes, yeah, yeah they're kind of yeah. dying off yeah. by then. Yeah, but, but he, he had a robot mode, he had a truck mode, he had a flying gun mode, an artillery mode, a tank mode, and a wolf mode. I'm pretty sure that's all six. So, so you can tell it's later in the run because uh-huh. they're really trying to but get the, all yeah. the modes. Uh, they had all the toys finished, so yeah. it wasn't just like pulling something out of air. They were actually complete. It was mainly just trying to introduce them at a good time, which they were really trying to fit in which wasn't really working out for them at that time uh, but he looked really cool like his toy like I would totally love to pick one up eventually but since it's so rare and like it's got six modes he's really so obscure then yeah <laughs> he's pretty obscure I don't even think he talked like that's oh. how that's one of those just in the background yeah you're, you're yeah, carrying you're, something yeah. he, like, he like he didn't kill since they weren't allowed to but yes. he like yeah. 
he knocked out like 12 guys on that whole episode. It was crazy. But wow. he didn't so, say anything. He didn't say anything. He's he like, just came in. Yeah. He was like, roll out. He just kept going in between and in between. So, did you, uh, on the car, on the uh, movie, excuse me, the yeah. 86 movie, when you watched it, or even if you watch it now, do you think it's like, wow, they're really, this is pretty violent, or especially considering the TV show, and then you watch that, the difference between the yes, two. Yes, yes, totally, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously as a kid, I didn't, yeah, <laughs> I didn't really think about the, uh, the characters since I didn't have any feelings for them, and obviously like the ones I didn't know, like Bumblebee and Optimus, I kind of knew them, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, Optimus died, the world's ending. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. And it was, it, was, it was a sad moment. <laughs> yeah. But then, oh, spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Watch out. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I hadn't seen it for like a couple of years or two. Um, so then I was like, you know what we should do? We should sit down and watch it for my, it was my 15th birthday. So kind of recently mm-hmm. I, I lost track. <laughs> Um, I was like, what if we just sat down, watched it, the high definition version that just came out, and have some oh. pizza for dinner? Oh, yes. So this is what we did, and I was like, this is like really good, mm-hmm. even though it's something basic and like spent like twenty bucks on pizza. Um, obviously, it's a little more than that, but <laughs> but we just it was really cheap, really mm-hmm. simple. We sat yeah. down, watched it. And I'm like watching. I was like, oh wait, there's the oh, and then the part where like Megatron comes in, oh. busts through the ship, rips yeah. up, oh. kills everybody on board. Probably like it sits there, it turns around, I'm like, wait, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> he gets shot through the chest and his insides melt and yeah, like spilled fires. And I'm like, yes. oh. You're like that, looking at I everyone like, beside that you. That like, scene is just me. brutal. Yes. Yeah. They kill everybody. And I'm like, no. Make it, that one Autobots begging for mercy. Yeah. Megatron just shoots his yeah, head off. Like, yeah. Ironhead is like, you'll never no. kill. And then he, they don't show it, but it's highly shoots, suggested yeah. that he blows his head yeah. off. Yes. I'm like, no. I, that scene is like whoa! They are not yeah. having any punches. They were, they were main characters yeah. too. They weren't messed up. No, around. they yeah, they were messed. They're yeah. like we're taking everybody yeah, out. They and killed actually, Ironhide like almost immediately at the movie. <laughs> I think it's about time I dropped it. So one of the kind of inside jokes that me and my dad have been throwing out is, I guess I can kind of do a good Ironhide impression. So one of the things he was notorious for saying is butt prime or liquid but nitrogen. Prime. So like, butt prime. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, yes. Peter Cullen did the voice for Ironhide and oh, Optimus. Okay, so okay. It's cool how he can. I never knew that until I actually watched the end credits to actually see <laughs> that. But but yeah, they killed so many main characters. They wanted the original script. They wanted to kill even more. Yeah, like there was a scene where Devastator was actually on a rampage and like he like stepped on Sideswipe or something like that. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so they were. They actually missed out on like. We never really know what happened to Skyfire and Sideswipe and all those guys. We just don't see him again. Although Skyfire, we do see him in one episode in the third season, but he gets shot down. So it's presumed he died. Yeah, it's just kind of sad. Right. Yeah, I can remember that. Yeah. 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 It was like Optimus t- turned into a zombie and they're all, and like he commanded them all to go. And like a bunch of people got shot down and they're just kind of suggested that they die since they didn't really show them before or after. So it's kind of up in the it's air. It's assumed. So like you check the Wikipedia and it's like assumed dead or something like that or missing in action. Yeah, Transformers. That's just, especially <laughs> in the 80s, very iconic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was one of the, it was like you check the Christmas list. Transformers, oh, yeah. and, and like Star Wars are like the top mm-hmm. three. So oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, by far. That just, the Transformers took America by storm. Oh, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember who... Hasbro. It was Hasbro. That found it over in Japan. Yeah, it was Takara that really got the. And then Hasbro came over. I had a toy fair over there to see what was 
what was hot at the time that saw this and at first they were actually kind of hesitant yeah and then they really got kind of going with it and they actually really got it going Sold a little bit of figures yeah and it's um, an ingenious idea because there's always been those sort of things objects turning into robots or mm-hmm. people turning into this or whatever but this was actually a full blown that was the main focus on the series so mm-hmm. i thought it was great obviously and i thought the character dynamic was kind of good so kind of backtracking a little but um sam witwicky and spark plug oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they were the main and then i guess carly what or I guess she eventually became a Wookiee since Spike and Carly married. But um, they were the main humans in that show. Yeah. Obviously, they would have, like, a police officer come in. Like, you look at the Michael Bay films, and it's mainly just humans with the Transformers kind of implemented. That was one of my main nitpicks. And then you look at the recent Bumblebee movie, and they actually got it right where there was an even balance between human supporting characters and Transformers supporting characters, mm-hmm. and there was like they were all main characters, but they're also all supporting at the same time, depending on which scene you're watching. So, um, but yeah, that kind of gives okay. my point of view on that. Yeah, um, well, it's good. They have the Transformers is, is great. So, I'm yeah, glad. personal point of view on it. Well, least. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that that you picked that, and it's I think it's got a lot of appeal even to kids today. Mm-hmm. So it just oh, yeah. shows how good of the figures were and how good the 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 TV show was because it's still getting introduced to kids mm-hmm. today. Yeah. People are still wanting mm-hmm. wanting that. So Yeah, and this is one one thing I think they actually did really well is there's actually different continuities. So like there's the IDW continuity, there's the Michael Bay continuity, there's the Generation One continuity. Well, like you look at Star Wars and it's just one big universe. Yeah, that's true. So I could literally create my own continuity for Transformers on un- un- an unofficial canon and go on for forty years just developing it. And there's people that's who true. do that. So like me and my brothers and some friends that I have, we've been coming up with all sorts of stuff. Like I'm actually tinted. Tentatively. Yeah, tentatively. I'm having a hard time talking from all the talking I've done today. But, yeah, I'm... It's not confirmed, but we are working on some ideas and stuff for possibly coming up with a a comic. Yeah, So that's awesome. Yeah, I think it it should be pretty cool. Obviously, it'll be kind of small. I just want to get something small out there first to kind of test the waters before I go on and make like a 30-issue series or something like that. Well, sure, sure. You got to start someplace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we'll go with Ruth's next pick. What what from the 80s, 90s do you um, want to talk about next? I picked Batman the Animated Series. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, the original, is that yeah. 1992? 1992 to 95. Yes. So I think it had about three seasons. And yeah, then they then episodes. they like made this different thing. I think it was Batman and Friends. And they put Robin mm, in it more yeah. to make it more like kid-friendly or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Funny, uh, funny thing. Just, I'm uh, actually currently watching it right now. Oh yeah, on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. The uh, anim- the '92 animated. Yeah. Or the, the series. Yeah. Okay. Or the Batman and Friends or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. That goes later. Okay. I don't, okay. It's really okay. confusing how it Sorry. all comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, continue. All right. Yeah. First, watched the show growing up. I, it was never my choice to watch it. Usually, it was my brothers. Your brothers are watching, watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I usually didn't get to pick. You know, they would always uh, be watching. Uh, you know, X Men and Justice League. Yes, and, yeah. those are good, good too. shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've watched those ones, and I, I can't get into those ones as much. Because yeah. I've watched a couple episodes of X-Men and a couple episodes of Justice League. I just didn't like them as much. Yeah, I don't what's, know. what about the 92 animated that is appealing, you think? I really like the characters in it. I really like Batman. I like how he's... Um, the voice. 
Yeah. That, that voice is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. forgot his name now. The guy that does his voice. Tim Conway? Yeah. No, not Tim Conway. No, he's that's a comedian. <laughs> but uh, I yeah. can't remember. But yeah, his, yeah. the voice is perfect. Yeah, and he's done. The guy that's done that voice has done the Batman slash yeah. Bruce Wayne voice for over uh, yeah. 25 years now. Uh-huh. It's yeah. the same same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he does a good good job. I yeah. think it works. Yeah. Uh, I really like how he does uh, detective work in the yes. show. Yeah, yes. he isn't just all he action. Yeah, he was, yeah, a, he was on a vigilante. He was yeah. also he was also like in affiliation the with the police. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The master detective. Yeah, yeah it, was, his... it was an action and spy yeah. and detective movie all wrapped together yeah. in one. I think that's why I like it or, too. Yeah. Show, yeah, 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 because he could go undercover as Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. Yeah. and talk to somebody. Yeah, he goes undercover as yeah. uh, like homeless people. Yeah, in that's this episode. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes. There are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite finished with the series, but I've about half ish i also like that he has a relationship somewhat with harvey the guy who harvey becomes, did, yeah, yeah before becomes yeah, stupid. i yeah. thought that was kind of cool that was cool how they actually developed it and then yeah. he was actually like his best friend trying to help yeah. him with his like mental instability yeah yeah i thought that was cool i also like the joker i really love yes. how mark, mark hamill yeah. yeah luke skywalker, luke skywalker. <laughs> yeah. is the joker yeah. yes um, yes yeah. oh. The Joker on that series was awesome. The performance was great. He he played a lot of the Joker after that, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think he played him for a while. He did. He he's. Yeah. I think he did it through the whole series. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the movie. And mm-hmm. gosh, he's, yeah, he's done a lot of it. I'm, I think I heard somewhere that he was actually one of his favorite roles that he did. He did, yeah. yeah. Which, would be, which might explain why he did it for so long he pulls mm-hmm. it off well yeah mm-hmm. he does i would good. never guess it was mark hamill you, until i actually mm-hmm. saw hey mark hamill did the voice for he's the so joker. iconic to that voice that you almost can't yeah picture the joker as it sounding any other way mm-hmm. yeah. because of that then mm-hmm. he did i don't know if you have it in there but the mask of the phantasm movie oh yeah, yeah, yeah. really good mm-hmm. oh yeah i would say and you'll probably get to this later that animated movie wise the Mask of the Phantasm was probably the best animated movie until mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse came oh, yeah. out. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, in yeah, my opinion, it yeah. is yeah. impressive. I yeah. actually don't know if I've seen it. I've definitely oh. heard about it. Yeah, you need to watch it. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, and it's kind of nice because it's PG, so you know you yeah. don't have to it's worry about friendly. who you watch it around. Yep. You can just yep. watch it. You can watch it and you don't have to, oh, crap. Yeah, yep. you know. Kid yeah. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't explain. That's yeah. like, that also has really good songs, really good yeah. music, you know. Yeah. 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 Gotta have that. <laughs> and that's one thing. I, uh, sorry, backtracking on the You're Transformers, fine. the soundtrack on the Transformers <laughs> yes, movie. Stan Bush. Very yeah. good. Yes. So anyway, all right, back to uh, Batman, sorry. I really like this version of the Joker in particular because some versions of the Joker, he's like a matey, uh, murdering psychopath. Or he, he's just like crazy and... Too jokey yeah, or too, too jokey. campy. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they balance it pretty well with an example being in the Christmas episode. I think it's... The, oh, yeah. Yeah, where he, like, all he wants to do is just throw a pie in Batman's face. Yeah. And that's, like, his goal of the and whole Batman episode. Batman is like, wait. Yeah. yeah. What? what? That's yeah. all you want to do? Yeah. He, like, captured all these people. Yeah. Like, set up the whole city to... Yeah. And all yeah. he wants to do is put a pie in his face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's also an episode where he puts a bomb in a kid's birthday cake. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. like, he wants to kill all these people. I'm so, like, Ooh, yeah, oh, you know, hey. good, good balance. Yeah. Good I want to put a pie in, in Batman's face, but then I want to kill a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the Joker. He is he, the Joker. He is the Joker. He's the 
King of Clowns. Yeah. Clown Prince. There we go. Clown yeah. Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the... I think they have it on... I can't remember if it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. That's what I think. It's Amazon Prime. Yeah, you can watch it. Yeah. Well, the first time I watched it, I was Oh, yeah. Kinda... When did you first see it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess you said you already yeah, said when your brothers like, were. And, yeah. I figured out that Fox didn't release all the episodes in order for the first season. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense because it. when I was watching it, I'm like, why are they introducing like all these characters in the first episode? Yeah. The first few episodes. It didn't really make sense to me. I feel like it's pretty friendly for people who aren't too into comics because okay. it made sense to me and I'm not really yeah. into comics so at all. They didn't release, so. that's interesting. They didn't release them all in order. So yeah. if you're watching it, you're like, yeah. this doesn't make well, sense. And like they were... <laughs> You, you get, like, the DVD version, and it's in a different order than other versions are. And okay. Yeah. It's super confusing, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really like its action, its drama, its comedy. It's got know? a good balance. It's like got, you said, it's got yeah. him investigating. Uh-huh. Then it, sometimes it switches to him beating up the bad yeah, guys, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got a good supporting characters and Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Yeah, and, Alfred. Then, nice. and then Robin, of course, later. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, Alfred does... Make it that kind of mm-hmm. makes the show. He's, he's always got those one-liners up there. He does. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I really like Robin's episode of Robin's Reckoning. Okay. It's the like first it's the two part. Yeah. The With Dick Grayson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or is I, it? Yeah, it's Dick Grayson, not Jason yeah. Todd. Yeah. 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 It's not yeah. Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, I also like how they the spin they put on Clock King. Yeah, that's funny. I just watched the episode yesterday. <laughs> I always like Clock. King. Yeah. Just, he's so quirky. Yeah. I remember my brother walked in the room. He's like, why are you watching this? And I'm like, no, have you actually seen this episode? It's actually pretty good about Clock King. So it's, it's Clock King. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like he, you don't get it. Yeah. Well, and he gets crushed by like all these gears and rubble falling down. Ironic. And Batman's like, he's going to be back. And I'm, I don't think he's going to be back from that. <laughs> Never be too safe. Though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The Joker recovers. From, from a pool of acids. Yeah, right? that's true. Uh, good that's point. True. Good that's point. True. Good point. Yeah, anything can happen there. And yeah. they, they have, and it looks real. I remember watching it when it first came out. You can't really tell what time frame it is because it, mm-hmm. it looks like it's almost the 30s because you yeah. have these dirigibles and the cars and, and, and things, but then you've got the like Batmobile a, and some of the other things, vehicles, futuristic. and he's got a computer. It's like, mm-hmm. I, but yeah, and it's almost yeah. like some of the fifties with all the weapons and yeah. what they're yeah. wearing and stuff. Yeah. So it's like all it's over. It's definitely hard they're to using pin Tommy down. guns, which, yeah. which yeah. haven't been around for fifty plus years. Uh-huh. Yeah, those were directly from World War Two era. Exactly. So, so it's so like they mm-hmm. have to be around the forties and fifties. Yeah. 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 But what they're wearing and stuff, it's like yeah. from like the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Got futuristic stuff and all these gadgets and like. We don't even have that sort of stuff yet today. Yeah, yeah so you yeah. don't. You really. It's, maybe that's just kind of to lend itself to the fact that's in a, it's its own little universe. Yeah, so we, which we, I like it because it's not dated. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Same with the Incredibles and stuff like that. It, it's got like the vehicles and stuff from are from like the nineteen fifties and sixties. But then there's like there you have helicopters and jets and all that stuff that we have today, and then like all the cities and stuff. It looks like stuff from the nineteen eighties. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I like about it. Is they really mix things up. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a subtle detail that you don't really notice until mm-hmm. you actually think about it. And the soundtrack on Batman. Is very yes. Good. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. Yes. Oh, it gives you, gives you mm-hmm. goosebumps. Yeah, that yeah. kind of orchestra type mm-hmm. music that they have is mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, and I feel like the animation has also dated it is, very well. It's it, actually yeah, really good. Yeah, you know it. 
doesn't it doesn't feel like a 1990s exactly. cartoon. Like I've seen a few clips from the I think it's the Amazing Spider-Man animated series or Oh yeah, yeah from so the early 80s. Yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> they use CGI in it so it just looks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but then you look at Batman animated series and it it still looks no, really it good. No, it still looks good. Yeah. They, because yeah. it's I think why they did really good is because they're not using a lot of bright colors. It's yeah. it's a lot it's of dark. dark, a lot, yeah. a lot of I dark heard, colors and a lot of just uh -huh. like black shadows. I heard so that it's they just pretty... draw on black paper. Like uh -huh. that's how they did it. Just black backgrounds. It would and save them. Over. It would yeah. save them ink. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's all brown or black. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's very, very dark little, show. <laughs> yeah, very little bright <laughs> colors unless you have the Joker on screen. Yeah. It's white and red and green. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually made the mainly the villains who are the brightest colors. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I also like that it goes to like a wide variety of audience. You know, it works for kids like it, adults like it, You're everyone right. in between. You're right. Yeah. It has a lot of appeal because yeah. of the, and because of the the tone or the storylines that they do, aren't necessarily adult, but they're not necessarily kids. Yeah. So it's got oh, yeah. a good balance, and anybody can pick it up, and, and be fine with it. Do you know? Do you guys have any friends that have watched it? Mm. I I haven't actually <laughs> really asked. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I also have friends that are Batman fans, but yeah, I don't have any. I, I, no one's really said, "Oh, have you really watched the the yeah. original the animated original series?" Yeah. 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 So I mean, I could actually bring it up to them to see if they. Yeah. Have yeah. Or not, but and you should maybe say, "Hey, do you want to sit and watch it?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when did you for when did you first see it then, Declan? Um. Like I said, mainly just sat down and started watching it recently. So okay. I've been finishing up the first season, so it's only mm -hmm. been like a month. So no, it does yeah. have appeal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and, okay. And, like I said, I was like, this came out in the 1990s? Yeah. yeah. This is like better than some animation we have today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it still has. See, that's cool that 20, almost 30 years later, I know, almost people still can watch it. Like, this is actually pretty darn good. Yeah. yeah. The story is good. They yeah. wrap it all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Cool. Any other last words on Batman the Animated Series? Uh, I think I got all of it. Cool. As far as I know. We'll okay. figure out later. All right. Yeah, we can all always right. circle back. Yeah. yeah. All right. What about you, Declan? What's another right. one? Another well, TV show, movie? Um, I mean, I could genre. talk for days on Star Wars. and like You can find Star Wars anywhere else. So I kind of want to just kind of bypass that. Is it okay if I talk about the Alien franchise? Yeah. Is that, okay. Mm -hmm. because, oh yeah. 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 Alien and Aliens. They've oh, especially right now they've they've really captured my attention. It's oh. Have you you two seen them? I've seen or, them. Oh yeah, yeah. You? I haven't. Educate me. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. It is a rated R film just for the language, and there is a bit of uh, intense violence, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um. So the first movie was more of an action slash horror thriller okay well the second one was like a war movie almost mm -hmm. it was it was violent but in the sense it was like mm -hmm. a lot of guns can, um, can you give me like a short summary of it yeah so <laughs> yeah. so basically for the first movie pretend she's never seen the movie yeah yeah in a theoretical world like you know yeah if i never saw it <laughs> all right so and the first movie, it's far ahead in the future, and there's this uh, shipping ship that's going around carrying all these uh, precious minerals or something like that. Yeah, it's a mine. It's a mining uh, ship. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It had some weird name. It's, yeah, I don't remember yeah. the name of the ship. Um, but yeah, so they're flying out in space, and there's all these. The crew is in like this sort of stasis sleep or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then the computer turns on and wakes them all up, and basically they programmed it so once they reach Earth, that's when they'd wake up. Okay. So then they're like, hey. 
it's time to get home. So uh -huh. they like get up, they get dressed and like, all right, what uh -huh. are we going to do when we get home? Then they like look outside and like, where's earth? We're and then they check here. their computer. Like we're still in the middle of space. Where are we? So then like uh -huh. it kicks off like right at the beginnings, which I really loved. So then they like go check the main computer, which was called mother or mm -hmm. something like that, or the mother. Then it like tells them, oh, you're only halfway there. Mm. Um, you're living on a prayer. This is, <laughs> have you guys ever seen the space between us or passengers? That's what it is. It's passengers. Oh. It literally has the same storyline as this. All they right. wake up in space and they're only halfway there and they're the only people awake. Oh, All right. wow. Interesting. Yeah. All right. this thing, I'm we'll like, see towards <laughs> the end if it, yeah, if it has the same Yeah, story. yeah. Go ahead. Keep All going. Right, okay, so, yeah. so then they're like, what's going on? But then like almost immediately they get like this SOS signal from mm -hmm. this far off planet that's not too far away from them. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, some of this, the crew is kind of torn. They're like, we need to go back to sleep and get back to Earth. Mm -hmm. The other one's like, it could be someone in danger. Tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So eventually they basically go down there. Um, they send out a small crew to go to the signal or whatever. So there's kind of like a montage of them walking across like this. Good. It's good movie. <laughs> this like space, uh, like. Ship. Yeah, this. They like go through all the moon and it's like all this dust and snow yeah. and then they eventually find like this big like almost horseshoe thing sticking out of the ground. So like, all right, this must be it. So there's like this big hole coming out, like this vent or whatever. So they walk mm -hmm. through that and it's just, the interior is so cool. Like it's all these tubes mm -hmm. and like uh, gears and stuff like that. There's just lining the halls and it's like all this like dark gray and black and purple and stuff like that. So they go walking down and they eventually find like this big open room where it's just got like this big almost uh, telescope looking observatory room. Mm -hmm. And it's got like the skeleton sitting in the chair. So they're like, huh. So they walk up and they're like, this is a skeleton. So, and it's not human. So they're like, huh. They, they're, but little do they know there's like this big huge hole in like the chest. chest. Mm. So <laughs> this kind of foreshadows what's going to happen on in the future. Yeah. So then they find this uh, hole in the ground and they're like, hey guys, come check it out. So they look down and it's like this big misty, like almost ocean looking room with all this mist. And there's like these purple lights that are like going up and down. It's like, whoa. When the scientist is like, all right, hold on to my belt. I'm going to go down there and investigate. So they lower him down and he goes over, but he kind of slips and falls off into like this big uh, kind of area. And there's like all these little pods. And he's like, huh. Mm -hmm. So he like goes over to one and is like, I think they're eggs. And then it opens oh. up. And then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and like, Boom. and then this thing Flies out and like breaks through his helmet, lashes onto his oh face, gosh. and then it just kind of like cuts. And then, uh -huh. then he goes back to the ship and kind of explains what was going on while they were waiting. And then like they get calmed or whatever. Like, hey, this thing has attached to the doctor. I can't remember his I name. Remember his name. <laughs> it, it's attached to his. It's called a face, face hugger. Yeah, face so, hugger. Face oh, hugger. that sounds so, nice. You know? Yeah. So it's basically <laughs> his hand that's lashed onto this guy's face and okay. it's tail. Oh, um, awesome. So they drag him back. They eventually get him back on. But again, the crew on the ship is torn because it's an alien life form, basically saying they need to decontaminate them mm -hmm. before they let them in, just in case it doesn't bring something on board that they don't want, mm -hmm. which is what they definitely should have done. <laughs> but then the main uh, medical science is like, no, we got to let him in. He, he could be dying. Mm -hmm. So eventually, like, it gets pretty, like, they like almost are pointing guns at each other. Uh -huh. Eventually the doors open and they bring mm -hmm. him in. So they bring him over to the medical bay, they get all of his armor off, and there's, sure enough, there's this huge thing attached to this guy's face with its mm -hmm. tail wrapped around him. Mm -hmm. They try to pull it off and it just wouldn't let go. They eventually uh, tried wrapping the tail, but it just got tighter. Mm -hmm. Then they actually tried cutting it off, but it's got this acid for blood where it actually mm -hmm. almost melted a hole through the yeah. ship. So, oh. they're like, so they're like, oh no, we yeah. almost, almost blew up the whole, uh -huh. the whole, the whole ship. ship. Yeah, so... 
like, well, let's just see what happens. So mm-hmm. they just kind of leave them in the medical room and go off with their oh. own business. Yeah, that's um, not a good idea. Yeah, because yeah, they, <laughs> they find out what the, the face hugger is allows him to breathe, uh-huh. too. So they, so they figure, well, I guess he's still alive, so we'll just... See Maybe what get, happens. I think they were talking about going back to sleep and just going to Earth with the the face hugger on his face. Yeah, okay. for medical research and or whatever. Not, uh-huh. Yeah, and just kind of. Yeah, they didn't know what was going on, so they just kind of left it be. So then they go back to their business. They're talking. They're doing maintenance and stuff like that. So like it just kind of develops the characters a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts back and they're like, "Oh, hey, he's waking up." But then they're like, wait, where did the thing go? So they go around looking for it. They can't find it. Eventually it falls from the ceiling onto, oh, yeah. uh, oh. what's her name? It falls oh. on and she like freaks out and there's this little thing curled up and it's just like like a dead spider it's almost. Dead and she's oh. sitting there and they like poke it. Eventually the guy like kind of cuts it open to do surgery. But like, it's like so gross. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of cool at, at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, so then like okay then so then they go back to the the scientist because the guy like, feels fine he's like, oh, yeah, he's I'm like fine yeah so wait like, the guy well, with the face hugger yeah, on him yeah so, oh yeah, he so just so wakes like, up and he's yeah, fine he just wake up and he's like <laughs> i don't really remember what happened yeah. but i don't feel any difference so then like all right let's go have some dinner so they go out to the the little kitchen thing that they have going on they're eating they're kind of laughing and stuff and then like the guy's like ah oh, i got like some heartburn so and he's like i don't feel so good <laughs> and he's like he's got that heat syncope so then he like starts coughing and like starts throwing up blood and they're yeah. like oh no. what's going on then he like starts like shaking and he like falls on the ground and he like starts screaming and then you just hear this little like screech and like this little thing move around under the guy's shirt and like oh my god oh. and then what's the cool thing about here is they didn't tell any of the actors what was going on besides him and the director <laughs> so nobody knows what's going on oh this is all gosh. authentic reactions That's awesome. then this thing rips through blood goes everywhere oh. and all the actors and this guy's just lying there dead and this little thing looks around, and then it shrieks and it runs off and it, like throws over a bunch of stuff. Oh so the gosh. crew's like, "Oh, what the heck just happened!" Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're like, "Ah, uh, mm, well, I guess we got to do two things. First, we gotta take care of the dead, and we gotta find this thing." Mm-hmm. So they take care of the body. They send him off in space, give him a funeral or whatever, and then they uh, go off on the search for this little. Insect thing. called a xenomorph. Yeah, so this is in its this, uh, off the tongue. Yes, yeah, <laughs> which is a morph because it changes its shape yes. rapidly. And xeno, the Greek word for unknown. Mm-hmm. At this time, they actually didn't have a name for it. They just referred to it as an alien. Alien. So that's yeah. true. Later movie, on, yeah. yeah, it was in the second movie where they actually dub, dubbed yeah. it xenomorph. So then uh, they kind of they split up. <laughs> yeah, let's split up. That's that a great works. idea. <laughs> And so I'm like, ah, oh, let's give me do it. Yeah, yeah. that'd so, be great. Yeah, they give uh, these like uh, cow prodders and flamethrowers. Yeah, that's right. Flashlights. So they kind of split up. They go check like the main areas and like we still haven't found everything. Um, so they like fully split up because they're like, wait. So they go off again. The uh, one of the mechanics, he's he he finds the cat, which like. Yeah, like oh, some right. a cat there. Yeah. yeah, so he sees some shifting. I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and then like, yeah, and it's just the cat. And it's you're just like, ah, oh, okay. Then like the cat runs off or whatever. So he's walking, he's looking around. He goes into like this, uh, like a uh, boiler room area. Yeah, it's and there's like chains the and water flying. Who knows where the water came from? Just condensation since the ship's so big, I guess. So he like washes his face in it or whatever. And then like he sees the cat again and he's like, oh, hey there, kitty. So then he goes down. 
then you just see this tail drop behind him and he uh, still doesn't know and then he's like the cat starts hissing and he's like what's the problem he turns around and this head this like long bulbous head with this huge oh. mouth it comes down and it's upside down oh my god he's like ah this thing crabs onto him uh -huh. the mouth opens up and this little tiny one comes out and just boof right through his head oh. and then he pulls him up in the ceiling and it's oh. just and it just kind of fades and then you just hear this like screeching of this guy yeah. who's being ferociously mm -hmm. murdered. Is it bad that I just feel bad for the cat? That the yeah, cat the, cat's <laughs> the, cat, the cat's just sitting there watching yeah, this like, whole thing oh, no. go on. <laughs> so obviously the alien slowly kills, kills off, off all the crew, crew yeah, except kills for off the one. Captain of, yeah, and then the, the, the smart one, uh, he goes off, uh, the smart one, uh, what's Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. Um, is the, the last one, the yeah, girl. So she's like, the only thing it can do. So they eventually find out that one guy is an android. Oh yes. Yeah. Then he's like that piece of. <laughs> he the, he was in leagues with the computer and he was trying to get us all killed and do for a science experiment. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Long story short, she's the only survivor. This xenomorph thing is going around. She tries to set the self the uh, ship to self -destruct, self destruct. But then she's like, wait, no. And then but then it's too late. So then she's like, okay, I gotta run. Mm. So she grabs the cat, she grabs her flamethrower, she's running oh, she down. She grabs the cat? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so she's like picking her in every corner because she doesn't know where this thing is. Uh -huh. So luckily she doesn't encounter it. She gets on the little skate pod, she sets everything down, she shuts the door, mm -hmm. she leaves, she sails off and then the, the ship explodes. She's like, oh so then she starts gearing up to go back in the, her own stasis. Or yeah, hypersleep, yeah. whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. Then she's messing around a terminal, and then an arm falls on her hand, and uh... she looks up, and this thing was blended in with the pipes because the top of the head was kind of shiny. It looked like a tube. Uh... So then it looks up at her, and she's like, she jumps behind her, like is sitting like up against the wall, like just trying to make sure this thing doesn't come at her. So she's mm -hmm. kind of clawing at her from across the yeah, wall. Yeah, because it's stuck. Yeah, because it like embedded itself in the wall. Because as she ejected from the ship, mm -hmm. the little shuttle, it yeah. got stuck in between the, the, I don't know, the pipes and stuff yeah. when she ejected. Because she had to leave the ship before it blew up. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so then she's just kind of like, what do I do? Um, so then she like slips into like this uh, spacesuit. Yeah, space big spacesuit. Then she uh, this thing kind of gets out, so they're just kind of walking around the ship. Before she ends up getting it like right behind the airlock, so then she slams the thing open yeah, and it sucks open. out the space. She shoots the harpoon into it, which then shoves it out. Mm. But it grabs onto the the door, the door or whatever. Yeah. But then she kicks it out, so it's just mm. kind of dangling because the the harpoon got stuck on the the door ledge or whatever. So mm. then uh, she turns on the engine and it basically like explodes it into a million yes. pieces. It was so. So cool. Uh -huh. The actual on that movie, the alien itself is only seen about eighteen minutes in the whole movie. Yeah, really. Yeah, that was that was the cool thing about it. They yeah, uh -huh. this, uh, it's intense so, because okay, you don't yeah. know you don't know what it looks like until yeah. like the very end. Yeah. So that's one of like the main things they tried to do with horror movies, and that's mm -hmm. one of the main things that, that they do to make it good. Yeah. Is they keep it uh, obscure. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely make it more uh -huh. scary. In the second movie, I can summarize it real quick because it's just alien, except there's a bunch more of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So then, <laughs> okay. so then, so she like wakes up and. Uh -huh. Uh, oh, and she, she finds... has to deal with these aliens again, huh? Yeah, well, basically. So, so she gets she's in the space shuttle the uh -huh. or whatever. So she's in the shuttle heading towards Earth, but she's asleep. Uh -huh. So she goes past Earth, and then oh. some the mining crew finds her. Uh -huh. And then they go. I'll, I'll, I can summarize it in about two minutes because they go back to the original planet where they found the alien. Yeah, at. With the military mm -hmm. and all. They that put stuff. a base there to colonize it. Okay. But we find out on per they did that on purpose to try to get more yeah, aliens to more. study them. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so the colony doesn't know they're there. 
and they impregnate the entire colony so that there's so hundreds of aliens oh, there. Okay. Yeah, basically, everybody's dead. Yeah. Oh. So then the military comes in. They're, oh, well, because the military they got, like, always the, helps. Because they got the stress signal. The Marines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Space, the colonial yeah. Marines. Mm-hmm. I always think Space Marines, but that's from Warhammer. So the colonial <laughs> Marines, they come in, they find Ripley, and so she basically gets kind of uh, persuaded to come and show these guys because she actually she knows. experienced them She's firsthand. Yeah. So colonial Marines are like... You gotta kind of help us because we have no idea. But since they don't know what they're facing up against, they're all cocky and stuff like that. Mm. So then they load up in this. Then they go out. They haven't found anything yet. It's just kind of dark and rainy and just kind of eerie. So then they eventually find the the uh, base or whatever that there was in. It looks a little messy, but there's like it didn't look like anybody really died here. Mm-hmm. So, but then they find like some holes in the wall and stuff like that. And they're like, huh? Then like hear some rough uh, rustling. <laughs> Like they start like shooting and stuff, but it's like this little girl, and like oh, everybody's yeah. like, "Don't stop!" <laughs> so yeah, they eventually find her, and she's like, she was actually really creepy in the movie because <laughs> Newt, yeah, yeah Newt, because she like doesn't really speak a lot, but she uh-huh. like just speaks in like these little creepy like they Raises. mostly come at night. Yeah. Mostly. Oh. So it is like, oh, yeah. it gives you goosebumps. Yeah. And it's that, in that innocent child tone, yeah, too. Yeah, and so then that like, scene where she says, oh, you know, you're going to be fine. You know, the Marines are here to protect you. She's like, it won't matter. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, hold the, hold yeah, her. the doll. Yeah. yeah. It was it was like, I almost made me choke up. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically, pretty much all the Marines eventually get killed. Yeah. That's surprising. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, besides uh, Ripley, Ripley, yeah. uh, Hicks, Hicks, and then New, obviously. And Newt, Hicks yeah. was so like the little girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hicks was actually like the one tolerable guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody else was like, they either were funny, too funny, or jerks, or too, jerk, <laughs> too much of a jerk, or too cocky, or too by the book. And that's the thing. That's what got him killed. So yeah, they all get, they all kind of have their last stand moment. Yeah, they but do. they yeah. Um, so yeah, eventually Hicks, Ripley, and New, and then the main the android guy, Bishop. Bishop. Yeah, they yeah. they all make it out. <laughs> Bishop gets ripped in half by the Queen at the end, which I thought <laughs> was kind of cool because it's this huge armature, and you see this guy just, and then all this like, I call it milk. All this yeah, goes up. fluid everywhere. Yeah, so he's just kind of a stump laying like, get it, Ripley, get it. Uh, but yeah, so the iconic, they fall into the pit, she comes up, slams the button, the airlock opens up, she's hanging on, mm-hmm. the alien queen gets sucked down into space, yep. and then it closes, and then they all just kind of, <sighs> and then they all go into their own stasis, stasis and that's kind of where it ends off, so. Cool. Done by James Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron, was, that action. was like one of his first. But still, even that movie has a lot of, again, anticipation, because you have the iconic, the little radar, beep. Yeah, and it's just and as it's it gets like, closer, and like, it speeds up and louder and louder. So you're uh, like, oh, they're coming. And then like oh. he looks up the roof and you see like yeah, all these like all heads look up oh. and they're like, oh. So yeah. he comes down there like. So they use the, they use the intensity of the radar to anticipate uh-huh. them coming. And that's one thing I noticed in the first movie. Backtracking to that is, in the background, there's always a city, boom, boom, and it always speeds oh, up. And like oh. I didn't know. I did that. not notice that. It's uh-huh. like so low and it like blends into like the background machinery. But your heart rate actually follows it. They got that to happen. Oh. So then, and the thrilling parts that actually speeds up and like you got like more like lights and stuff that are flashing and that like, so you're just like overstimulated <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Uh-huh. And then and then it just kind of leaves you off like, is this a happy ending yeah. or is there more to come? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, so when did you super, first watch these? I first watched these a couple months ago. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, pretty so recently. New. 
Yeah, they're fresh off my mind. Because I've I've seen them before, like I I knew what a xenomorph was. I watched a few like, oh, this is kind of the lore on it. I I was like, hey, this is actually really cool. So I kind of drew them around a bit, and I actually can draw them oh, pretty well. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so I, uh, one of my school projects or whatever is you can draw whatever you want. So I drew uh, the IDW Grimlock facing off against the Queen Xenomorph. Oh, so, yeah. And it's actually pretty cool. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I was like, this is actually pretty cool, man. My dad was like, wait, where, how do you know about this? And I'm like, oh, I've just kind of been looking around on the internet. So I was like, can we actually see this? And so he was like, yeah, sure. So we just kind of waited until it came up on demand. So then we sat down on like a Saturday night at like 10 o'clock. It got done at like 1. It's almost a three hour long movie. Wow. So we watched it and we're like, oh. <laughs> and then a little bit later. The, the watched, Aliens movie? That was the Alien. Oh, the Aliens. A little, uh, like a couple weeks later, then we watched Aliens. Okay. So then I was just. Huh. There's some direct. I don't know if you've watched it yet, but there's a director's cut version of Aliens, mm -hmm. which has some extra scenes in it. Yeah. Really Same cool. with Alien. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Alien, the main scene that they cut out was. Basically, all the crew members that were supposed to be dead, mm -hmm. they actually weren't killed. They were actually being turned into eggs. Aww. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, okay. so it's called the egg morphing or whatever. So basically, they're kind of slowly dying, and they're like, Help, kill us. Oh. We're dying. That's right. So they actually I cut it out. That. So I guess, okay. I guess the director was like, I don't really like that idea. Mm -hmm. And it was also kind of like pretty... Uh, pretty messed up. Yeah, so, it's pretty disturbing. Yeah, they actually mm -hmm. kind of bring it back, and I think it's third or fourth movie i haven't seen the third or fourth movie and i don't really want to see it because it's <laughs> pretty bad yeah. yeah and like it's mainly just focusing on like the blood and gore of it so i mm -hmm. they kind of do yeah. yeah yeah they really they did good on the first two but yeah the rest of them were it's like, unnecessary eh. violence which mm -hmm. yeah which you don't it's just really more gore for. for gore's sake yeah, yeah. which in I, my opinion i mind i mind gore and i think it's okay i'm not like i'm not gonna throw up or anything about it unless it's like completely overdone and it's not necessary yeah so yeah that's the kind of where, like, I kind of almost want to watch The Walking Dead because it's, it's kind yeah. of interesting and it has a good story. Yeah. Okay. So that might kind of get me over the gore. But, like, just, like, watching, like, just some, like, comedy horror movies, I don't really find it interesting. So, yeah. So the, um, the appeal to it is just the the horror... Or the the what it was, it's not necessarily the horror, but it's, it's the anticipation, well anticipation, yeah. the thriller, the thriller. There yeah. we go. That's yeah. probably of, of it. Yeah, and I'm actually not too much of a fan of thriller movies. I just yeah. always like find myself like I need to actually like take a break. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna yeah. die for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, so you wouldn't, uh, I guess. But I love the put, concept of it. Put the, so. maybe The Walking Dead and these movies is kind of a similar. I would yeah, kind of. I kind of I mean, the things actually kind of. Somewhere as well, it's just trying to survive this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, this thing this that's, thing after, that's you after you. Versus yeah. the Walking Dead is well, the thing that's after you. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, yeah. it's on a much larger scale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You the, could kind of relate it. The yeah. unknown. Yeah, the unknown is basically what it is. So, just kind of moving on. What makes it unique? This was like the first time any of anything like this actually hit the theaters or was really a thing out there. This was actually a fever dream. By uh, Ridley or not Ridley Scott, the the art director or whatever. Like he'd mm -hmm. been having like oh, these recurring wow. like horror nightmares of like oh. these like I know it was what basically you're talking body about. parts yes. of these the uh -huh. body parts made up these aliens or whatever. Geiger, so, like, Geiger, yeah, yeah. he's oh, French, okay. I think. Yeah, but like he had like these dreams, like these walls covered in flesh, intertwined with machinery, and I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting, but pretty messed up yeah, yeah if you've seen some of his other art it is kind of weird yeah mm -hmm. and it's it's uh it's a little 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 graphic i guess you can yeah, say but um it is very graphic. yeah 
So, um, but that was like the main inspiration for this movie or whatever. So, Ridley Scott saw Geiger's yeah, art. Like, I could turn this into a movie. Yeah, so I can make this into an alien horror yeah. movie. So that's what they did. And like, it literally blew back the legs of all these people because there hadn't really been any science fiction movies, let alone science fiction horror movies. Yeah. It was kind of like the right. main one at yeah. that time was like 2001. This actually came out before Star Wars. Yeah, this came out in 76 or yeah, 77, 77, something like that. like that. Yeah, it, you're right. It is, I think, one of the first sci-fi horror yeah. that I, I mean, know of. Yeah, there might it was be definitely the else, biggest science fiction horror. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. At least that. Sigourney Weaver. There we go. She was the star. Yeah. That, Ripley. Yeah. yeah, so then the Aliens came out and people were really anticipating that. And it ended up being really big, so like, let's keep going. So then they made Alien 3, Three. but that, that kind of bombed out of the box office. And people <laughs> were like, ah. Yeah. And then it was like another 10, 15 years. And then yeah, they had Alien, Alien Resurrection, yeah. Alien 4. Yeah. Then, of course, they got the new ones. Yeah, then they had like a bunch of Alien vs. Predator movie, which yeah. kind of confirmed that they're in the same universe, which... The comics are more where the AVP stuff mm -hmm. is. Yeah, I like those. The video games. I saw yeah. those. Or I read those when they first came out by Dark Horse. Yeah, that was a good series. They're they're good. Um, again, a little graphic, but they were. It was a good story. It's a good so, concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and it explained both species really well. So then recently they came. Ridley Scott went back and is kind of making prequels to explain everything. So he made Alien Covenant. Or just Covenant, as you'd call it. Which I actually didn't know it was an alien movie until kind of recently. I was like, huh. And because the... They don't Are you show talking it, about Prometheus? Uh, or Prometheus, not Covenant. There we go. Yeah, Prometheus. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, Prometheus. They didn't actually really show any aliens till the very end. The very end. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen it yet. I kind of want to watch it. But I guess it kind of gets a lot of hate. Because it's like, oh, here's this space drama thriller movie and then oh yeah this is also part of the alien franchise yeah <laughs> so, that's kind of how they treated it yeah, yeah i've so, seen it but i guess it kind of makes sense because you don't want to have everything come at you at once since you kind of have uh -huh. to explain everything but i feel like they probably could have gotten it a little more into it a little a little sooner um so then alien coming out a alien covenant came out after um and I was like, oh, they're redoing Alien again. But I didn't, know, I, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that Prometheus came out because on the trailers they didn't show any aliens or anything like no. that. Mm -hmm. So I, I just thought it was just another uh, science fiction, space drama, thriller movie or whatever. But yeah, then Covenant came out. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. That was kind of, I think that was kind of the thing. I was like, this is actually a cool concept. Maybe I should kind of get into this. Um yeah, so then I just kind of got into the lore, and then I watched the movies, got into it. So probably going to skip the third and fourth movie. <laughs> just go to Prometheus. Yeah. yeah, just go to Prometheus. But uh, I guess the third movie he was going to do was actually canceled, or at least postponed. Yeah, because the last one didn't do really well. Yeah. So they're kind of rethinking that. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of depends on who you ask. It's either you love it or you hate it, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So some people are like... This is actually really cool, and it's more of those people who are casual fans, I think, is from what I've observed, is they really like it, but, like, you get those, like, people who, are like, do all sorts of cosplaying, they, like, own all the comics and stuff mm -hmm. like that, who are like, this is disgusting. Because so, <laughs> I guess it kind of rewrites the lore. It does, kind of, like yeah, yeah. Star Wars did with, or Disney did with Star Wars. Since it's a rated R film, uh, not a lot of kids yeah, really it's know it, yeah. and since it's kind of old, it's... It's like, oh, that's a classic. It's an oldies film and stuff like that. So I'll, once I get to more like the 20s age, I think that's when I'll actually be able to kind of show people, hey, I'm an, I'm an Alien fan. Are you? So 
I can't I can't really talk about that too much, but I mean some of my friends sure. know about it since it's science fiction. So sure. it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of pivotal. In it's history. been around long enough that yeah. people, even, no matter what age, you're gonna you're like, oh yeah, I know what yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. You may they'll, not know they'll the recognize whole, it, but they won't really know know the whole story. Or, yeah, necessarily. Yeah, cool. to the current generation, there isn't too much. It's it's kind of what inspired everything, mm-hmm. but there's a, an exact like, oh, mm-hmm. this is totally relatable to it. I think obviously there's. I, like The Walking Dead or yeah, whatever, stuff um, like that, where it's kind of similar, but yeah. Anyways. There's an example of, what is it called, The Quiet Place? Yeah, that, I the th- That's pretty similar, That's, that's I feel. actually kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a good that's, example. That's a good yeah, example. It's about yeah. this unknown monster yeah, thing alien that came, kind of. and, and you don't know where it came from. Yeah. You see, oh, it's here. Yeah, and they don't really show it either. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, they they keep it kind of hidden, but mm-hmm. they do show it at the very beginning, which kind of turned a lot of people yeah. off. Yeah. If they didn't do that and they followed Aliens kind of route where they only really showed that yeah. at the end, it would have actually been more of a horror movie than anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was actually watching this guy's kind of uh, like nitpick criticism of it. And, um, of Alien or of, the, of, uh, the Quiet, of quiet Place? Okay. But basically it's like they could have totally like hidden it, that like entrance scene. I don't want to spoil too much. This is pretty yeah. reason, But they could have... Totally hidden that scene where it jumps out mm-hmm. uh, behind like a boulder or a different yeah. shot or something like that. Yeah. And it would still have gotten the effect. Mm-hmm. It might have, and it probably would have even made it more better. sadder. Yeah. 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 Better and sadder, more scarier even. Where yeah. you don't know what just happened. Where exactly. did this ha- Where did yeah. this thing go? Uh-huh. For sure, because some of the fear that they get from these movies is the unknown. The fear of the unknown. Because that is the scariest. That was the main thing that he said was fear of the unknown is the biggest fear that you can get out of a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because he's... He, he was like, how did these people know what was going on? So he was like, he made up like this fake magazine or whatever. He's like, looking at it. I was like, they're attracted to the sound. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like, we'll be yeah. <laughs> uh, It was so good. But yeah. yeah. Anyways. Good That's a good point. Yeah. The quiet place would be something similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, In modern times. It'll kind of always be around to such a cult classic. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be rebooted again for another time. Obviously, there's still going to be the comics and fan fictions and video games. Like, uh, recently, there was Alien Isolation, which dropped. I watched a playthrough of it, and it was like 20 hours long. I'm like, jeez. Mm. But it's basically, it's like a full-on, you're playing through basically the first Alien movie. So, okay. but in more in-depth. So, like, you go onto the ship. It's kind of the same. It's like Alien and Aliens combined. Okay. So, it's like a rescue mission. But it's Ripley's daughter, actually. Okay. So okay. it looks like her. It actually sounds like her, and her name's Ripley since that that was her last name. Okay. So she goes onto the ship. They know that there's these this thing there that, and they think that they have some information on where her mother went because at this time she was in stasis. No one knew where she went. So yeah. So she goes on mm-hmm. board, and she's like, "Where is everybody?" It turns out since a bunch of the crew died by. This creature, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a xenomorph from what we know. She doesn't know that, obviously, so... But the ship actually has kind of gone and crazy. So there's actually, like, these tribes and stuff on the ship that have formed that are just kind of, like, fighting against each other to, to try and survive against this thing that keeps going around killing them. And then, like, the, all the uh, androids and stuff have actually, like, been reprogrammed by the ship's computers to actually turn hostile against the humans, which mm-hmm. wasn't in their programming. So you, you got to look out for other humans, androids, and this thing that can just come out of nowhere. But yeah, I can't remember exactly how it ends because I, I think I watched the last episode when it was kind of late. So like, oh, yeah, who knows what happened? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <She's> tired. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to watch the ending again. But like, they used the uh, they created the soundtrack for it, and it was heavily based on the original Alien movie. And I just mm-hmm. I love the soundtrack for it. It's so yeah. Good. 
But yeah, the um, at the end of Alien, but trivia, the end credit music or whatever was actually a guy who lived in Wahoo, Nebraska. Oh, that big oh really? He was the guy who composed it. Uh huh. So that oh. they used it for the end credit music. And I was nice. Like, oh. Cool. I, but Small I, world. I've been I've been inside the, that mansion and stuff for uh, Wahoo days or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called. But I've been in there. I looked around. But then I was like. Wait, this is the guy who did the music for it? Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. well, I don't see any xenomorphs around here. Yeah. 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 Be careful. Yeah. Cool. Well, check all right. Well, like, they'll have to try the Alien Aliens mm-hmm. franchise. Check it out. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's it's pretty in-depth. Uh, pretty yeah. intense. Yeah. Pretty cool. intense, yeah. What, um, do you have one more, Ruth, or a few others? Um, well, I guess to... I have honorable mentions. Okay. I don't really have, yeah, same you with know, me. facts about all of these That's individual fine. things. Uh, I really good. like... Uh, Let's rattle off a few. Yeah, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I think that's a great movie. It's a yeah. nice, like, summertime movie. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. light, lighthearted, I feel like. Uh, funny. Funny, yeah. Uh, Back to the Future, obviously. Nice, obviously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my Yeah. So. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sweet. I recently watched that. The first one. Yeah, the, the first, first one. one. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that was one of the, those other ones that my dad introduced yeah. to me yeah. early on. I really like the action scenes in that one. That one yeah. was pretty good. It was good. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes, that was another one. Yeah. Such a classic. And they're doing a third one yeah, here. Yeah, they're doing yes, a third yeah, one. Next year, I think 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good duo. One that I haven't watched, but I want to watch more, is Saved by the Bell. Nice. The TV yeah. show. Yeah. I yeah. uh, haven't watched much of that, but I definitely want to watch more of it. Uh, but one thing I really like about 80s and 90s movies is that I feel like there's actually like work put into them. Exactly. It isn't being recycled in any way. You're right. They're all original. <laughs> yeah, they're all original. You're not re-watching the same thing. And I think uh-huh. that's why we all like everything from there so much, because uh-huh. it's not being recycled in any way. Okay. Or, yeah, a lot of exactly. dedication and love is put into a lot of things from there that generation. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, because a lot of the stuff now is just remakes. Yeah, of the a 80s, lot of up it up to the '90s, up to even the early 2000s. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So, which yeah. I mean, I'm glad they're redoing some of that because they're reintroducing a new generation to the old stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you're right; it is sometimes original. they can really mess up. Yeah. Like that's kind of what happened with Michael Bay, mm. but it also brought in this whole generation. I thoroughly believe Transformers sure. would have died off if it wasn't if it wasn't for him. Yeah. So Yeah, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. As much as it was some people really will... fizzling out. They were like losing the rights and all this okay, to like the yeah. characters and all that. It was it was actually kinda sad. But yeah, so is that all your honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well the uh the the thing about that, yeah, it it breathed new life into the old stuff. So some mm-hmm. people watch the Michael Bay movie, but they're like, well, there's this whole TV show, there's this whole movie, there's uh-huh. all the figures yeah. from the 80s, so they'll go back and say, oh, exactly. maybe yeah. they'll ask their parents, well, did you watch this? Oh, yeah, I watched that yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, it's like a symbiotic relationship. So, yeah, it's not it's not new, it's not original, uh-huh. but it introduces a younger generation to the old stuff, uh-huh. and they're like, actually, I think I like the old stuff better than yeah. Yeah. the new yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's just kind of getting to the point where that's the only stuff out there mm-hmm. sure so yeah that's where i'm like okay this is i don't think this is a good idea anymore mm-hmm. obviously there are a few where i'm like this is actually a good idea to redo this mm-hmm. but then there's others like this is such a classic I, this kind of like a sinful act of remaking it yeah just, so, leave it alone yeah yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as good as what it was intended to be yeah. so what is then what is something you guys would consider more your generation, whether it's TV show, movie, toys, 
that you think will have, that's original, okay. that will have some staying power in 20 years? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, <laughs> well... Like we you said go, earlier, you yeah, you go. Uh, I know you um, have one. Into the Spider Verse. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, um, yeah Steven, I think Into yeah. the Spider Verse. Yeah. will be a like again, a classic. Yeah, one. really good. Yeah, the Batman animated movie was probably yeah the 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 Spider Verse probably mm-hmm. I think will probably usurp that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I also really like Black Panther. Black I think Panther. that's a good movie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard Steven Universe. There's also I really like the show called Merlin. Probably nobody's heard of it. <laughs> But it has really good character development and re- relationship with the show. characters. It yeah, came it's out a TV about show. About ten years ago now. Yeah, oh, um, okay. early two thousands. It's about uh, I guess the wizard Merlin and Arthur and okay uh, medieval. Yeah, so, yeah, medieval stuff. But it has great character development, which I feel like most shows don't have now. Okay. You can really see the development between the first season and the last season, and yeah, I feel like that's. I think good. Well, yeah. like your character, I think Last Airbender. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I've tried Last, Last Airbender. Airbender. That's I think good. that's original. Oh, that's I don't that's think, an awesome show. I think people will still be oh, yeah. watching that, that twenty was, years from now. That mm-hmm. was like the big thing in two thousand eight. Yeah. I thoroughly remember that. Mm-hmm. That was Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for animated well, even just non animated, it's a yeah. good story overall. Yeah. And so that's something you guys mm-hmm. in twenty years you'll be showing you, Oh, you need to watch this last airbender cartoon. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's a twenty minute episode, so it's really easy for yeah. somebody yeah. to breeze through. And it's kid friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. have to worry about mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm not watching it. And I mm-hmm. think Steven Universe similar. Yeah. Similar yeah. similarly similarly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. cool. What about you, Declan? Any uh, um, rattle off a few You listed quite contenders. a few. But um, a few that I think will be good is kind of like the early 2000s mainly was uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, which is the mm-hmm. predecessor from Star yeah. Wars The Clone Wars and came before Episode 3. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of like the love for Clone Troopers and General Grievous and all that sort of stuff. And they're mm-hmm. just these like three-minute shorts that would yes. air in between episodes of, I can't really remember all the TV shows that were going on like that back then. Well, that's yeah, it was Cartoon Network, and that was, yeah, was Jim D. Tardinsky. I'm slaughtering the name, but he did Samurai Jack. Yeah, Samurai Jack. Okay, yeah, yeah. He did a that was, he was like one of the he was the big guy for Cartoon yeah. Network back in the I know mm-hmm. a bunch mm-hmm. of I know a bunch of guys who are like 20 and artists and stuff like that. They're, mm-hmm. he he was like their idol for them, and I don't yeah. know. It makes sense. Yeah, he was. I mean, it was it's an interesting art style. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do, but if you pull it off good enough, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one, and I was actually kind of surprised that you didn't name this, was mm-hmm. uh, Teen Titans. Oh, Teen oh, Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Teen Titans was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah you're right. Show. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. I, I think that'll be, I mean, it's been rebooted like twice yeah. already. Teen Titans Go. Yeah, Teen oh. Titans uh, Go. Teen Titans Go what? Sorry, we don't talk about yes, that Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a mockery of don't the say that again. basically yeah. what it is. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's making fun of the fandom, basically. Yeah, so that's yeah, why you're right. Get yeah, about it. it's just a whole mockery. But you're right. The mm-hmm. it was it was kind of like similar to Batman the animated series because it's uh, a lot darker. It yeah. is. But and, and it had a huge story plot to it. And yes. then they canceled yeah. it. And they kind of, yeah, they just yeah. canceled it in and the like, middle of a huge <gasps> like um, story arc. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it like left off and like this huge like. What's gonna happen next? Is this gonna happen? Or yeah. Is this gonna happen? You have no idea. You don't know, but we're and gonna like, reboot it into a comedy, so it doesn't matter yeah, anyways. Yeah. They, have, they have hinted it that they will actually. They, yeah, finish. they're yeah. going to finish it. I said. seriously hope that they do. Yeah. And then they at Comic Con, the San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. recently, they released a trailer for a, a really dark 
take on it. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Like it's got a lot of blood, a mm -hmm. lot of language. Like oh, the Titans, the yeah. live action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's already it out. A yeah. lot of fans. Yeah. Off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, it, that's not what Teen Titans is. I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be edgy because it's a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be really dark. Like that. Hard. Yeah. I heard Robin like takes a guy and he like rubs his. His face against the side of a street. And yes. Like, I, I I didn't watch it, but I and heard the about Batman what. Thing. Yeah. yeah. That was the yeah. Thing they that. they may that. reboot the cartoon though because mm -hmm. DC needs a lot of content for their streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. So they that, may. That, that would be. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a. A lot of like the people who end up growing up watching it would a it would bring them back into it like hey I remember this yeah mm -hmm. and then yeah. it would also like what we've been the kind of trend for all this it would mm -hmm. bring new fans into it yeah so yeah. that's true that's i forgot yeah. about teen titans the cartoon yeah. that yeah. was good that was good i think maybe voltron mm -hmm. that's kind of what that like the netflix show that kind yeah. of rebooted it mm -hmm. um i'm that's not sure point. how well that would last but i'm really digging the show so at least for me it'll be one of the things that i'll definitely okay. show my family some staying friends power. eventually yeah yeah mm -hmm. the story is really good for the netflix one <laughs> Let's see. What year did Tommy Boy come out? I can't 94. remember. Ninety four. So that that's in the range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's in the range. Definitely that Tommy Boy. Mm -hmm. oh. That's one of your favorite. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah, you're right. Much the Adam Sandler movies as well. Okay. Yeah, Tommy Boy, Adam Sandler movies. Those will be ones that. The older yeah. ones yes, that still uh, have some appeal. Yes. Uh, okay. That's what my dad's been showing. He's been showing like Waterboy, Tommy. Uh huh. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Uh, Billy Madison. Yes. Oh, so yeah. good. But yeah, as far as TV shows, actually, it's mainly just been rebooting a bunch of old stuff, mm -hmm. and it's not a lot of original things. Yeah. Um, and, um, I mean, there's a bunch of books out there that I totally think will okay. last, but I I didn't actually create a list. That was one, of, fine. one of those ideas that just, just came, kind of came, came up. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think that, that about okay. kind of finishes up my list. You listed Sweet. off a whole bunch. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Well, yeah. I appreciate you guys coming out, so to speak, on... On your 80s nerddom. Yeah. <laughs> your friends will be like, what are you yeah, talking about? Like, Let's go listen that? to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't, don't want to watch this old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I know as as parents, I know your dad's kind of the same way. He kind mm -hmm. of enjoys showing this to kids and yeah. them getting excited about it. And yeah. Lee Bachman does this thing, and I'll include a link in the show notes for his art. Mm -hmm. He does what's called Mings in a Movie. Mm -hmm. So Ming's is a Chinese restaurant that's in, in Lincoln, mm -hmm. and he makes a deal with his kids that I'll buy Chinese food <laughs> if you watch a movie that I pick out, and it's always usually 80s <laughs> movie, yeah. but yeah. they get a free, you know, get takeout, so mm -hmm. it's kind of a treat, yeah. and he gets to watch old movies with his kids. Yeah. Sometimes they like it, he said, and sometimes yeah. they don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, I wouldn't even need to be tempted with food to for watch free food. That. Yeah, I yeah. I was like, just, <laughs> I'll just watch it. Free food. So yeah. maybe we have to crash Lee Bachman's house yeah. when he does memes in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. I'll have yeah, some links in the show notes, and we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, sweet, mm -hmm. cool. That was such a good episode. I enjoyed sitting down with these two. It was fun just to hear their insights into the things that they like about our stuff and the things that they have in their generation that might stick around for the next 20 years that they'll be sharing with their kids. So again, go to covertnerd.net for all the details on this episode and other episodes that you may like. And if you do like this episode, please share it with other people. Again, thank you for listening, and until next time, nerd it up.